Selling Cutco is a platform that can change lives. It definitely changed mine. And I just want people to know that even if they have low self-esteem, even if they're not a strong communicator, even if they've never been good at anything before, even if they've lost someone close to them and have dealt with a lot of personal challenges, they can grow, they can be happy, they can be confident, they can be anyone they want to be. Then Vectory, the only limit to our potential is our willingness to learn and grow. The voice you just heard is Scotty Brown, and his story can be an inspiration to anyone. From a working class kid who was picked on in school, Scotty has lifted himself up through his work ethic, willingness to learn, curating mentors, and finding the right opportunity. His Cutco Vector career has been marked by constant learning and improvement on his way to well over $11 million in sales. He's on track for his best year ever in 2021, and he continues to evolve into the leader that he wants to be. This is the story and lessons of Keystone Division Manager, Scotty Brown. Welcome to Changing Lives, Selling Knives. I'm your host, Dan Cassetta. There's a generation of entrepreneurs and business leaders out there right now who are positively impacting the world using lessons and skills that they first learned from selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing Corporation. This podcast was created to share inspiring stories from Cutco's most prominent alumni and current leaders. On this show, you'll meet successful entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, superstar business executives, and transformational leaders from many walks of life. All our guests will have two things in common. One, they're all changing lives today through their work and their influence. And two, they all started out selling Cutco knives when they were younger. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real-world concepts for business and life. Through hearing real-life stories and hands-on experiences, you'll gain insights that can help you in whatever it is that you do in life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's episode. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. My guest today is the division manager of the Keystone Division in Western Pennsylvania. His name is Scotty Brown. Scotty's time with Cutco Vector goes back to 2009. He was a student at West Virginia University. He became a district manager with the company within about a year and a half of starting the job. Later became division manager for what was then Steel City Division, now Keystone Division, headquartered in Pittsburgh. And Scotty has produced over $11.7 million of Cutco sales. He and his wife, Morgan, have been married for four years. They have a young son named Jason. And Scotty has told me that he has transformed his life through the Cutco Vector opportunity. Scotty, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Dan. I really appreciate it. Excellent. Well, tell us a little bit about how this transformation began in your early days uh, as a sales rep with Cutco. Yeah, I mean, I can start with kind of who I was uh, before Cutco. I was the kid that was picked on a lot growing up. I was always really skinny, super short. And I actually had nightmares about showing up to uh, school with my shirt off because I was skinny and I got picked on for it. Uh, I was never smiled in any school photos because my parents couldn't afford you know, an orthodontist or braces or anything like that. And I just got picked on and messed with a lot uh, when I was growing up. And that allowed me to 
become an introvert. I just kind of kept to myself, was afraid to speak up because I felt like people didn't hear what I had to say. And I also developed low self-esteem, uh, lack confidence. I was afraid to ask a girl out. Anyone I dated uh, in school from like high school and early in college was because I was set up with them by like a mutual friend or something. But uh, I had a good work ethic, pretty much the main thing I had going for me. Uh, and that was all like, you know, middle school, elementary school, middle school, high school, and even my first two years of college. And then I heard about Cutco when I was a junior at WVU. And I was actually majoring in civil engineering when I started working here. And I saw a poster on, on campus. And I also saw the job advertised on a chalkboard. So I uh, checked it out. At the time, I was working at Kohl's back in my hometown, which was like 90 minutes from school. And even at Kohl's, which you know, supposed to work with customers, I would always avoid the customers. I worked in home and kids, and I just focused on keeping my area neat and clean. But if they asked for help on the register, I would always uh, avoid it if I could, because I just had this anxiety of, of talking to people. But I was going home every weekend to work at Kohl's, wanted to find something that was more flexible that I could work around my school schedule. And I, again, saw Cutco posted on campus and then checked it out. Uh, for the interview, I had to go out to Walmart and buy a polo and khakis and borrow my friend's uh, size 13 shoes. I wear a nine and a half. And I just share that because like, I never really had like any dress clothes like my entire life. And, uh, but I had to go out and buy clothes for the interview. Uh, fortunate enough to be offered the position. Now I could, I was shy, I was quiet, but if I was asked questions, I could answer questions. I just wasn't good at creating a conversation. And I just love the product. When we went into, when I went into the interview, we, they showed the product, you know, back then in the interview. I was just like, this stuff is awesome. I was super excited about it. I remember telling my mom, she's like, I don't know, sales is pretty hard. You're pretty quiet. My girlfriend was not supportive at the time at all. She's like, that's dumb. Don't do it. But I was like, this product is awesome. So I went through the training and I just, I just love that you got to practice with people that you knew when you first started the job because I was not good talking to people, but I felt comfortable with my family. And I followed the program because I wasn't confident. So I was just like, I'm just going to do what they tell me to do because I don't know what else to do. And it worked. I remember doing my first demo making a sale and just what it did for my confidence. Like it was, it was awesome. You know, before working with Cutco, the only thing I was really good at was, was bowling. That was pretty much what I had going for me. And uh, I was an okay student. I was mediocre to okay at most things, but you know, getting that sale on my first demo, making six sales out of seven, my first weekend, getting my first promotion, which again, isn't, wasn't breaking records, but it just did so much for my confidence and being able to practice with people that I knew get that experience, just build my confidence. Went to a division meeting like two weeks later, won second place in that contest. Just again, built my confidence. In school, I was always terrified of presenting for a class. Like knees would shake, face would be red. I, I wouldn't sleep the night before, wouldn't eat the entire day. But then after being you know, with Cutco and doing demos and presentations and then being promoted to an assistant manager after my first fall and being able to speak in front of my team at team meetings, I just built tons of confidence presenting. I actually volunteered to present you know, the last two years of college. So Cutco really helped me develop those communication skills, confidence, improve my mindset. I had the confidence to finally ask a girl out who is now my wife. 
So we can thank Cutco for that and just learn so much. And even from a, that first year, just incredible transformation. But then every year since, you know, becoming a manager and then even now as a division manager, I'm still learning and growing like every year I work with the company. What an incredible story, Scotty. Like that few minutes right there is just a testament to the Cutco Vector program and to how we change lives. I mean, your entire experience of dealing with people as a young person was mostly negative, right? There were, you were picked on, you couldn't feel good, right? In a lot of your interactions because they weren't positive interactions, right? You had a lot of difficulty. And I could see how someone like that would just not want to engage in a people business because that you were conditioned that a lot of your interactions with people were not going to be positive. And yet you saw this as an opportunity to grow. You realized that it was going to start out with dealing with people who you knew and that you know, you'd know you probably have some uh, positive interactions in dealing with your own family and parent, you know, parents, friends, and things like that. And you saw that the product was going to be a good product and that you could build confidence through selling it. And that all led to much bigger and better opportunities for you in the way of leadership and producing sales and advancing and all the things, all the doors that have opened for you since then. It's just such a great story to kick off this podcast here. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, it's been an incredible experience for sure. And you advanced to become a district manager quickly within a year and a half of starting. What were some of the key experiences on your path from rep to DM? Yeah, I think it was the first step was my first region conference. And it was our year-end banquet. Got the chance to go to that event and just see the bigger picture of the company. And that kind of you know, showed me the opportunity of becoming a district manager. And then it was my first summer as an assistant manager and that opportunity to be able to impact others like I was impacted in those first eight months, you know, that fall and spring as an AM before I became a district manager. Just the experiences of summer, you know, the the SC1 conference, the SC2 conference, SC2 push. You know, I attended every meeting and every conference that first year. And I think that really helped me grow in the business. It helped me advance with the company getting to meet my division manager, Jeff Bry, you know, top district managers in the region. That opened up, you know, the opportunity for the leadership academy for me. I, I was a pretty average rep. I worked hard, did a good good amount of demos as a student, but uh, I was pretty pretty average. I wasn't winning scholarships, breaking records, but I was consistent. And I think that consistency and showing up and that eagerness to learn really helped me grow in that that first year and a half. And uh, again, I was an engineering major. So I, uh, when I was growing, I was finishing up school and my dad wanted me to apply for engineering jobs. So I did and I got the position on the spot because of my Cutco experience. And, you know, the Leadership Academy can help me grow even more, but also help me create options and help me get that job offer. And actually getting that offer just reaffirmed me more that I wanted to be with Cutco and Vector as a district manager. I wanted to, give back the experience and the growth opportunity that I that I was given. And that was, you know, why why I pursued it, why I worked hard to earn it. So great to hear. What were some of the successes and challenges of your first few years as a district manager? Yeah. So my first summer 
I uh, sold $35,000 for the summer campaign as a manager. So wasn't very strong. Ended up doing about a hundred grand in my first, uh, a little shy of a hundred grand in my first 12 months. So I, I struggled a little bit when I was a new manager, but again, kept working hard, kept trying to learn and then did a hundred K in my second summer. So basically took what I did my first year and did that in my second summer, won my first trip through the fall kicker to Budapest. And that trip did a lot for me too, being able to network with those top people and seeing the company even bigger. And then I think one of my biggest successes was just, you know, growing consistently uh, year over year, those first couple of years, you know, it wasn't exponential. Again, I wasn't having any quantum leaps, but it was, it was steady growth and uh, had the opportunity to develop a lot of people, assistants, branches, districts. And uh, that was one of the most rewarding parts for me was just being able to again, impact people. Yeah. Well, was there a particularly difficult time that you experienced that you learned something from? And you know, how did you how did you work through that? Yeah. So probably my hardest time as a manager was my first summer. So I had a had a challenging first summer, but also that summer, it was in June, that my my mom found out she had cancer. And it was already like stage four throughout her body, just everywhere. And so you know, I was about two hours away from home where I was running my office or my hometown. And so she needed help pretty much around the clock. So we, you know, kind of took turns as, uh, as family members, aunts, you know, grandparents, uncles, my sister, my dad, and I just taking turns being with her overnight and being there with her and just seeing her go through that, that challenge, you know, cause my whole life, my mom was someone that was just taking care of everyone else and just working super hard and, never needed anyone. She was always there for everyone else. And then now it kind of, the script was flipped and we, she needed the help. Hmm. Obviously being, being far away, a couple hours away while trying to, again, start a business and run a business was challenging for sure. But with the flexibility of the job and the opportunity, it allowed me to lean into the business when I needed to, but also be there for family. I remember it was the summer of 24. So that she battled cancer for about four years. And I remember it was the summer of 2014 and uh, she was getting worse. And I remember talking to Jeff Bry and I'm like, what do I do? My business, it's the summer. But my mom, he's like, the business, go be with your mom. Go be with your family. And that's just another just testimony to the company and, and our leadership. And that was, that meant a lot to me. And I actually had you know my best summer of my career that that summer, and I think it's again because I was able to be fulfilled in life and in the business, and I was able to spend that summer with her, and then that fall she had passed away, and that was definitely challenging to go through as well. But having people in my organization around me going to bat for me, you know the leadership of the company going to bat for me, uh, again it was definitely challenging, hard to get through balancing that schedule. I was driving home, you know, once a week, spending a night, spending a day, and then driving back. And we would, I would leave Tuesday night after interviews, drive back, stay the night with my mom, spend all day Wednesday, and then drive back just in time for my, my team meeting. Hmm. But that way I could, you know, be with her uh, every week. But it was, yeah, definitely challenging. But at the same time, I was able to grow a lot, you know, through the challenge. Yeah. And I take it by this point, you would also develop some people and a staff that were 
there to help you and that, you know, the business was beginning to build in that manner? Yeah, definitely. Had some great, great assistant managers and sales managers at that time that really, really came through. Yeah. And you referenced Jeff Bry as a key influence. Who were, who were some of the key influences uh, that helped you make it in the business? Yeah, Jeff Bry, uh, definitely at the top of the list from being my, you know, acting as my division manager a couple of times throughout my career, but just as a, as a leader uh, in the region, as a leader, as a, as a father, as a husband, I feel like I just learned a lot about how to be a good, a good family man, uh, as well as, you know, a good business owner from Jeff Bryan. Just so many uh, good conversations over the years that I've had with him. Actually, after that first summer of being a manager, when I you know, sold 30 grand, and uh, I remember I was at his house or some end of summer event. And, you know, me still being, you know, an introvert <laughs> at heart was just sitting by like a fire he had going on outside, just sitting by the fire all by myself. He walked over and just started, you know, started talking to me. And then that conversation just, just meant a lot. And then just, you know, we had an event after that celebration of champions. We did the most likely awards and uh, he, he awarded me grew the most. Right. And I just felt really good about that. But what stuck with me, he said, I'm really excited for this young man's future. And I just thought about that faith of a new manager, not doing very well, not putting up the results necessarily, but him seeing that potential, you know, gave me that confidence and belief that I could get better. So Jeff Bry, uh, for sure. Yeah. Boy, it's amazing how many people in Vector have a story about someone else believing in them and how that help them see their possibilities. And, you know, I oftentimes think about what if that other person wasn't there, right? What if Jeff Fry wasn't there to believe in you? Would you be where you are now, right? And then what I really come to when I think about that is who are all the people that you and I believe in, Scotty, that we have helped because we believe in them? Right. And for everyone listening, right, who are the people that you can show confidence in, that you can believe in, that you can help take to the next level? Because that's really what we do in Vector. I mean, I know that like the end result of what we do is we try to sell Cutco knives and we try to produce, you know, X dollars in results. We all have our goals, whatever they might be. But that's like, that's the byproduct of what we do. Like the actual, what we do is developing humans and helping them to advance and to see their possibilities. And it's a, you were lucky that Jeff was there. And a lot of people are lucky now that you're there, right? Yeah, most definitely. It's crazy how that one, even just one conversation, you know, and that one boost of confidence could, could really change someone. Yeah, for sure. Anyone else that's helped you on your journey that would be important to, to talk about? Yeah, I mean, there's so many. I also think of uh, John Fiacco. I worked closely with, with John Fiacco and for the past like five years before I transitioned the role. And basically, those two years before I earned the promotion to division manager, like he was a big part of that. You know, he kind of he helped me with you know some some issues I was still having with confidence in myself. But he kind of helped peel back those layers and helped me kind of have that awareness. He also helped me understand that, you know, my results don't, don't define me or they don't have to define me. 
you know, the results are an indicator of maybe doing the right things, but they're not always the indicator. And I think he helped me stay out of my head. You know, he helped coach me through a lot of challenges over the years as well. I also think of uh, John Kane and, and conversations with him over the years and just similar, similar things, but taught me how to be self-aware, focus on, be clear on what I love. What does my own personal development look like? What would it look like if I was thriving? And just being clear about those things has really helped me even a lot in this past, this past year. And then Al DiLeonardo, you know, Al, Al called me when my, my mom passed away. And again, I was you know, still coming up in the business. And I think just the CEO of the company reaching out to you to be there for you in that time is just something special. But also a uh, company trip. Since my first trip in 2013, him and I have had a tradition of uh, breakfast uh, every year on the trip. And I, that started by me just inviting myself to his table uh, at breakfast one year and the first year. And it just made a tradition. And uh, just the conversations we've had there have been uh, pretty special. Yeah. There's something about Al and the feeling of family that gets created around him. And you're certainly lucky to have been able to have a close relationship with him. I love to shout out to John Fiaco, Scotty, because this is a guy that does so much behind the scenes and doesn't get recognized as often as he should for all of the great work that he is doing in the company. And so it's really, really great to hear you acknowledge him for having coached you through some of your challenges that you've experienced. And then, you know, of course, John Kane's awesome. And the, the what would I love question, I know where John Kane got that. And it's from FEMA Zanke. And, uh, you know, Fee has been a guest on this podcast and she's impacted a lot of people with her, you know, mindset insights. And it's cool that uh, John brought that thought to you as well. Jeff Bry shares that your student mentality is a big key to your success. How did that mentality manifest either as a sales rep at first or during your days as a district manager? I was pretty average when I started the job, like I mentioned, you know, sometimes below average as a rep and, and when I was a new manager. So for me, I just worked hard until my skill caught up and I kept focusing on, again, learning and growing. Took advantage of all the platforms that Cutco and Vector has to help people grow and trusting in those who had the experience, trusting in those that had been there before me and that I don't need to figure it out for the first time, right? They've already figured it out. They've already been there. So trusting, trusting in that. Now, my experience might not be the same as theirs, but I can definitely learn from their experiences. And I think I just put myself in situations to be around those people and have conversation with those people. From one time in Olean, uh, managers got to go actually. And Jeff was mentioning how he's going on a run up the hill. And I just, and I said, Hey, Jeff, can I run with you? And the, the funny thing is, I don't even know if he knows this, but I wasn't even running. I wasn't training. I didn't, I hadn't run at all, but I basically faked it. And you know, Hey, I'm going to run with Jeff Bride just to get that time to have that conversation, to, to learn from one of the best, you know, like the breakfast without is inviting myself. So again, that, that introvert I used to be would never have done that, but just putting myself around people that I can learn and grow from getting time with people on trips, reaching out to people on social media. You know, I like to solve problems. I like to fix things. I like to improve things, especially 
myself. And I just learned that in vectoring, our only, the only limit to our, our potential is our willingness to learn and grow. You know, other jobs, you could learn more and more and more, and it's going to help you for sure. But definitely here, the more you learn and grow, the more experience you get, the more you impact others, the more money you make. So I just harnessed that and was focused on not just being present in meetings and taking good notes, but then also getting calls with those people afterwards to go over some of the things that they talked about. So I, I would I would listen, take notes, but then reach out to fill in the gaps and then be able to dissect and then take action on it. Yeah. I love how you've been intentional about getting time with people that could help you, right? You brought up the idea of like trusting those that had experience to be able to lead you forward. And there's plenty of those people in Vector, no matter who is listening, whatever level they're at in the company, there's plenty of people around you right now who have the experience doing all the things you want to do. And so how can you get into those people's circle? How can you spend time with them? You've been intentional about that. The run with Jeff, the breakfast with Al. I'm sure there's numerous other examples of how you've gotten into the circle with people who were doing what you wanted. And that helped you to be able to adopt some of their same strategies, some of their same beliefs, mindset, and yeah. learn the skills that they knew to be able to be successful. So that was great insight right there. Yeah, I always tell my team, don't be an island. So don't seclude yourself from others. Like if you need something, reach out. Like if you just sit by yourself and you sit in what you're going through on your own, uh, you'll probably never get through it. And you'll probably tell yourself things that aren't true and you won't be able to seek that perspective to, to get out of it. And I think, you know, even last summer, I had some challenges and I talked to, you know, 12 different people, peers and, and mentors to help me get, get through what I need, help me learn what I needed to learn to, to get out of that situation. Yeah. I think there's some strength in the introvert personality here, Scotty, and that introverts are typically very innovative. Uh, you described that, you know, we as introverts like to fix things. And if you can channel that into what is it about your own self that you want to improve and learn? that that sort of leads you on this path towards seeking out the information that's going to help you to improve, whether it's through reading or audio listening or identifying people that we can get around and talking to them and asking questions and developing those relationships that help us to you know move ourselves in the direction that we want to go. What was it like for you transitioning from district to division manager? Yeah, so my first, so this was back, 2018, my first fall and spring were great. Uh, had a great, great staff. Uh, only had a few offices to manage in the division, so the the pilot was was doing really well. It was cranking, just finishing up, you know, about 900k for the year, best year. Uh, but then promoted, you know, 17 new offices that first summer, and then I just had trouble knowing where to put my energy, and I know. The focus is, you know, pilot first for sure, but there's still a fact of 17 people that, you know, need help. So I struggled uh, that summer in the pilot. I mean, the division actually grew that year. Uh, the other managers did did pretty well, but the pilot had its. I had my worst summer in new business sales in the pilot office since uh, 2012, <laughs> and I had to let my pilot sales manager go in the middle of the summer just wasn't a good fit for either one of us at that point in time, all for the better for both. And then spent that fall and spring kind of trying to bounce back. 
And then last summer, it's my second summer in the role, pandemic uh, happened. So that was a challenge. <laughs> and uh, I was lacking confidence. I think going through that experience, I think a lot of things from my past kind of came back, you know, where it's like, am I good enough for this? Is Should I have been promoted? Just Am I going to get fired? Just worrying about all these things that you know, I probably shouldn't have been worrying about. But that was that my energy was more on, you know, that scarcity and just trying to do more because I didn't want to, I felt like I was letting people down. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I learned a lot from those two years, just about myself, about how to run an effective pilot office, but also manage other managers, whether it be, you know, a district team or obviously a division. But I'm really excited about the culture we've, we've built and that we're still building and uh, the management team and the development that we have and really excited about where we're heading in Keystone. And, you know, again, a year ago at this time, I was constantly comparing myself to others. I was in my head doubting myself, but, you know, just had to refine that confidence again and just focus on doing what I know and uh, doing what I felt good about. And also just pouring into my people and, you know, leading myself first, growing myself first. Yeah. Scotty, the jump from district manager to division manager is by far the biggest leap that happens in the company. And I had exactly the same experience you had my first summer as a division manager in that we were constantly you know, moving up in sales from one year to the next. And then that was the year that we dropped in sales in my office because I had to f- learn to strike that balance between my office and the rest of my division. And I did learn that driving the pilot is critical for success as a division manager. A lot of your development will happen from there. And, and your homegrown development is always going to be development that you have the strongest ties with. And so that it's very important that that's always happening. But I also learned with you know new DMs and with branches that providing a lot of value on the front end before the summer, providing a high level of preparation demanding a lot of people before the summer came along so that they were fully prepared so that you weren't pulled too hard in the early part of the summer and you could make sure that your pilot office, you know, had a good May and June. That was a big part of success is, you know, preparing the other people to a high level before summer started. So running a really good management development or TLA program, that became a key for me to be able to find a way of striking that balance and still having the pilot do well. I love that you have rebranded your organization, right? Originally, the division was called Steel City. That's sort of been the traditional name of the Western Pennsylvania division for many years. But you now call it Keystone. Tell us a little bit about the the rebrand and what that name means to you. Yeah, well, first, you know, our, our division, you know, is Central and Western PA, so not just Pittsburgh. So I, I thought of the people that were in State College and Harrisburg. They don't really associate with with Pittsburgh and Steel City. So that was part of it, was just more all-encompassing, more inclusive as a team. Uh, second, you know, I was on a path of, of personal growth and development that I think was one of the strongest in, in my life. And, and so was our team. And I just felt like it was going to be a fresh start, a new beginning, for me in the division, I actually was talking, I uh, had a call with Ryan Trembler and uh, it kind of came up in that conversation and he kind of oh, a little rebrand. And, and then I got thinking more about it and I was like, yeah, it's a fresh start. It's 
you know, some of the old ways, again, of my childhood and before I worked here were showing up again at low self-esteem because I struggled those two years. But went back to what helped me get to that position, you know, learning and growing. And I was rebranding myself and we were rebranding our culture. And then third is just, uh, you know, Keystone. Obviously, Pennsylvania is the Keystone state, but also Keystone is the most significant stone. It's the strongest. It supports the rest. And that's our mantra is support, strength, significance, you know, being strong, supporting others and making a significant impact on others. Support, strength, and significance. I love that. Such a great uh, triad of values or building blocks for you to be able to create the organization that you want. And what's the future vision? I know 2021 is shaping up to be your best year ever. What's happening now and what's the vision? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about where the pilot is. You know, we just had our best new business fall of my career, new business spring, uh, just with our staffing and the PSM in place. And we're going to be trending in that direction this summer too. And again, just that, that culture we've created over the past year with our management team and where, where they're heading. Just really excited for our new branches, our, our veteran managers. Ultimately, though, I just want to develop an organization that helps people learn, grow, and, and build confidence. I want to help people become better than who they were you know, through their experience working here, whether that's just for a summer or whether that's you know, for 11 years like myself. So yeah, you know, getting the $3 million in sales as a division, then five, eventually 10, you know, winning a silver cup. But if we never accomplish those goals, but we're helping people, you know, live a truly filling life and a purposeful life, or if it's helping someone get an impactful summer job and gaining some confidence, gaining better communication skills, like that's what I'm excited about. That's what matters uh, the most to me, regardless of where we go. But I think in the process of helping all those people, we're going to do some big things. Yeah. What do you feel is the key strength of your organization right now? I'd say um, boss PR, so personal PR set by the manager. I feel like we have a pretty strong culture of that, starting in the pilot. You know, the pilot sales manager, uh, I want to say she has over 200 boss PR set for the summer so far herself, or getting there pretty close to that. New branch, uh, over 100 as well, and just consistent every week with driving that, you know, biggest part of the business that they influence. And also our, you know, social media program uh, in the pilot has been going pretty well. Also, just uh, one of the top and and scheduled number and launches so far in the region for the summer. And uh, just really excited about that program we have with our SMRAs and just that that overall PR program we have rocking for us. Excellent. Well, Scotty, when I took over as a division manager, my office did 550 something thousand 557 i think was the number that first year and the division was under 2 million dollars in sales and we grew that the pilot from 550 to 750 to over a million over those next few years we pieced together some nice building blocks of successful district managers and through having a great development program, I was able to retain a lot of those district managers for quite a few years. And we went from those humble beginnings to a $5 million division within a few years. It was a pretty exciting path. Later on, that division became $8 million and, and higher in future years. 
but those early stages were led by pilot growth and just getting some really good DMs on the team, having four or five solid branches every year. And that's what turned into a really great team. And so I see that as a great path that you can look forward to in your coming years here uh, with Keystone. And it's going to be fun to see that evolve. Yeah. I mean, it's exciting to know that again, someone else has been in my shoes. I, obviously, in the time, I'm thinking, oh, I'm the, only, <laughs> I'm the only division manager to have done this. So obviously, it's good to know I'm in good company. Yeah. And uh, you know, a lot of what you shared about the introvert background and the, you know, the childhood where you weren't one of the cool kids like that. I completely relate to that. And it's uh, it's exactly how I started out in the vector business. And it's cool that you now have a chance to pay that forward. You know, as you look into the future, Scotty, how do you, how do you aspire to change the lives of the people who come into your organization through the influence that you have on them? Yeah. I mean, I just, I just want to help people. I love recruiting. I love recruiting big because I want to help people and I want everyone in our territory to, to know about this opportunity. You know, selling Cutco is a platform that can change lives. You know, it definitely changed mine. And maybe not everyone's life needs to be changed as much as mine did, but I think so many people can gain so much from it. So I just want people to know that even if they have low self-esteem, even if they're not a strong communicator, even if they're never been good at anything before, even if they've lost someone close to them and have dealt with a lot of personal challenges, they can grow, they can be happy and they can be confident. They can be anyone they want to be if they're willing to put in the work they're willing to trust the process and trust the people that have been there before. And I just want to show people that through opportunity, again, no matter how long they work with us, that they can have some kind of experience like that. And I know that starts, that starts with me. You know, the more that I grow, the more I invest in, in my personal development, the more I'm going to be able to give to others and impact others. You can be anyone you want to be. That is a great message to leave people with here today. Scotty, your story is inspiring to a lot of people. And I think a lot of people will really relate to the path that you've traveled in the vector business. As you said, you've transformed your life through the Cutco Vector opportunity. And now you're helping others to do the same. It's great to see. And I'll look forward to seeing amazing results happening in Keystone in the years ahead. Thanks yeah, so thank much. Thanks so much, Dan. Yeah. Thanks for being part of the podcast. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Scotty Brown, everybody. You know, I told Scotty off camera when we were done that I feel like his story is a lot more relatable to a lot of people than someone might think of on the surface. You know, we see all these amazing leaders in Vector who are dynamic and powerful and charismatic and everything. And those are all great and they're amazing stories. But I wasn't like that when I got started. I was like Scotty when I got started. I was the awkward kid that wasn't cool in high school and had trouble talking to people, but I liked Cutco and I thought, hey, this is a good product. I can probably sell this stuff. And through doing that, I can learn. And I evolved exactly like Scotty. And we are all on this path of evolution. And when you see somebody that uh, you know didn't start out with necessarily all of the outward talents of a brilliant leader, but learned them and developed them and practiced them. To me, those stories are even more inspiring to a lot of people. And just the whole idea that uh, Cutco transformed Scotty's life, it obviously has done that for me and for thousands and thousands of others. 
Scotty built confidence through those early experiences, early success experiences. His management career in the early days was characterized by steady growth, right? Not the rocket success out of the gate, but improving, growing, learning. Scotty adopted a student mentality and that personal growth became a key part of his progress. Having a great mentor like Jeff Bry. That makes a big difference when there's somebody there that believes in us and can help us to see our own possibilities. Remember that you are that person for so many others in the world if you're a leader here in Vector or someplace else. The idea of the keystone, support, strength, and significance. I really like those words that he uses to describe the core values of his organization and the culture that he is attempting to build with his team right now. And toward the end, Scotty said, I love recruiting. I love helping people. It's just a great reminder to everybody in Vector that we are here to provide opportunity. That's one of the most important core values of our company. We provide an opportunity for others. That means that we give people a chance. We look for reasons to want to have people on our team and we invest in our people. We bring our best energy to everyone every day. That's what we do. That's how we help take people and help them to become who they want to be, right? Scotty said, you can be whoever you want to be. That applies in Vector, that applies in life. And that's what we're here to do as leaders whether you're in Vector or out of Vector, if you're leading others, you are there to provide opportunity and help people. I'm inspired to be able to do that for others. It's great to see Scotty Brown doing that for others. And I hope you enjoyed hearing his story and his lessons here today. Thanks for listening. If you got value from today's episode, please share it with others and consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player. Subscribing to the podcast is free and ensures that future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. For access to guest bios, show notes, and other resources, visit changinglivespodcast.com. You can sign up there to receive valuable resources for free from people featured on the podcast. And to support our podcast sponsors, visit changinglivespodcast.com slash deals. This is Dan Cassetta signing off. We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives.